your niche is totally going to evolve over time. This is totally normal. So if your niche changes, don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel scared. It can always change for you. And the key is to tap into constantly what makes you feel good and what also serves you in building that profitable business. All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Are you struggling with email marketing for your coaching business? Building an email list is crucial to connect with your clients and increase conversions, but it's not easy. That's where the Cleaning Hacks List Builder and Marketing Kit comes in. You'll get everything you need to build an email list of raving fans and potential clients, including a lead magnet, cover images, opt-in page, thank you page, and follow-up emails. And the best part, it's completely free. And if that isn't enough, I've also created video guides to walk you step-by-step through the setup process. Download your free kit and make it happen. Hey guys, this is Rachel Feldman. I'm extremely excited to be here for today's episode. We are covering five steps to a profitable niche. One thing I want to remind you of is that your niche may change over time. When I first started coaching, I came out as a gut and emotional eating coach. And what I realized is I was attracting people who were in very bad places in their emotional eating journey. People who had just come out of Renfro, people who were attracted to me were that kind of type, and it was really draining. It was actually triggering me in my own emotional eating journey, which is not something you want in the beginning of your business. So I switched to solely be a gut coach, and that was something that I focused on. So remember, it can always change for you. It's okay if it changes. And the key is to tap into constantly what makes you feel good and what also serves you in building that profitable business. So people, it is important to niche down. It's important to first know what you want to be known for and declare that niche. I see a lot of coaches who are coming into my free group, a lot of coaches who get on discovery calls with me say, I don't know their niche. Once I start to ask them like, hey, can you tell me a little about your story? Can you tell me a little about what um, inspires you? Then all of a sudden they are very open with that story. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, back when I was really little, I had an X issue. I've been resolving that X issue over time, or I got inspired to get into this business because my mom went through this major health crisis. This is what inspired me. Or my friend inspired me because she struggled with emotional eating. I started helping her. There's always a story. 
I see the biggest mistake that coaches make is they don't narrow down because they feel that they want to help everyone feel better. Now, that's too broad of a statement, especially in the online market. Maybe when you're in the offline market and you're doing presentations and somebody has allowed you to come into their chiropractor's office or a yoga studio or um, a doctor's office, you're doing a presentation for them. But in the online market, you are up against the scroll. <laughs> you're up against people on Instagram scrolling, TikTok, YouTube. You need to be specific and narrow it down so that your ideal client sees you, but most importantly, hears that message that you are speaking to them. Now, you can have your niche, but you can also have different ideal client avatars. I want to make sure that you're hearing this within your niche. You have different ideal client avatars. It's important to know who you're speaking to. For example, say you're working with emotional eating. You can have a woman who is a nine to fiver. She's going to need a different message than that message who's corporate. They can have the same different experiences and symptoms. But when you're speaking to them, you may be speaking to that mom like, are you emotionally eating because you haven't carved out any time for yourself because you're so busy with your kids and not putting yourself first? To the woman who's corporate, who's her own boss, you know, are you feeling overwhelmed by all the tasks that are happening at work and everything falls on your shoulders? You could have another person who's emotionally eating because it's their child emotionally eating. So you're like, hey, mom, is your child emotionally eating? Has she gotten into binge habits? This is what I want you to do, or this is what I suggest for you. So within your niche, think about those different people that you're attracting. What I often like to do is look in my circle of friends and see those different kinds of avatars and think, you know, within my friend group, do I have three different kinds of people that all have the same kind of problem and kind of name them, give them an actual name so that you start thinking when you're writing to Mary when you're writing to Beth, when you're writing to Sue, what do you need to say? And that's how you start to craft your marketing messages. First step is write down your story. This business is not about you, but within these stories are where your ideal client's going to identify with you. So the first thing you want to do is connect your personal experience to your potential clients. Remember, you went through an entire hero journey. For the majority of you, this is your own story that you went through. So think of those different micro moments within your story that happened that can be really relevant to your ideal client. What does your wellness history look like? What struggles have you had with your health? What did it not feel like? How did it impact the rest of your life? Even just within that, think of your own hero journey. What happened? What was life like? What brought you to your knees? What did you do? For most people, they went into school, they got another certification, and then what do you teach now? So think of all those different moments within that hero journey where your ideal client can say, for example, with emotional eating, I started my first diet, I was 12, 12 years old. I used to say that story all the time and talk about the depriving of food, the overeating, the binge eating. Um, think of, you know, going for, for example, my first book that was given to me when I was in therapy was um, by Janine Roth. 
And so I always would tell that story about how this woman who really transformed my life in therapy gave me this book. And then later, Janine Roth became my teacher. So I want you to think about what are those moments that you've had in your wellness journey that can turn into messaging stories that you can use on social media or in a webinar or on a YouTube video? Was there a moment, event, or situation that was a turning point that led you to choose this career? Describe it in detail. These are some of the things that can be on your About Me page on your website. So pulling up these stories are very important. What challenges or setbacks have you overcome to get where you are today? What did those feel like? One of the things about being a digital marketer is we really need to have that empathy. So I want you to go and have empathy and compassion for yourself when you were going through this. What does what did that look like? What were some of the trials and tribulations? I know for me with gut, it was food allergies and intolerances and asthma that I ended up getting. It was colitis. It was IBS. It was ulcerative colitis. I can tell you the overwhelming feeling every time I would go to a doctor's visit. What did that feel like? What was said during that visit? Did I feel empowered? Did I feel disempowered? What did I feel like at home? What was my, my wake up problem was always like, I don't want to go out to, with friends to eat because I would always feel like I couldn't eat anything. What are some of the things that have happened for you? What big lessons have you learned from your experience? Why does your experience make you an expert and an authority to help others who might be struggling with similar issues? And remember, you don't need to be fully healed. I'm going to say that again. You don't need to be fully healed. You need to be a few steps ahead of your ideal client and feel really confident in that. I hear a lot of coaches who say, you know, I'm still in the struggle of my health issues. We know getting resolved with our health issues is not linear. Sometimes we have flares. Sometimes we have setbacks. These are the kind of things that we want to talk about. And also to not just always highlight you know, the good things. Talk about like those times that you had where you had to overcome a flare. What were some of the things that result in that? Was it too much stress? Was it something you ate? Was it that you were traveling and maybe you were in a different place? What led to that flare? So that your ideal client knows that you're not perfect and that you can really guide them through the ins and outs of this healing journey. Brainstorm about your interests. I hear a lot of coaches who say, I have every interest. We're multi-passionate people. And so when we all come to this business, we do want to say things like, I want to get people healthy and feel better in their body. But that's not specific enough. So I want you to narrow it down. I want you to think your niche needs to be something you want to help with. Brainstorm your, and brainstorm the, your answers to these questions. Why do you enjoy and what do you enjoy talking about? I always say when you're thinking about your first presentation that you want to do, do it on something that you could talk about forever, that just you could talk about in your sleep that you're so passionate about and that you really want to be known for. I mean, declaring on this episode and saying, I want to be known as the leading hormone specialist or the gut specialist, or I want to be known as this mindset coach for busy professionals really get clear. And then think of even within your niche, how can you narrow it down further? The people, what is their age group? What are their interests? What are the things they like? What are the things they dislike? What are some of the magazines they read? Really get into the demographics of this ideal client. 
Are there specific tasks or activities that you prefer to work on? What job duties do you look forward to tackling? Focus on these markets that require these aspects of running your business. You may say, you know what? I really want to focus on retreats. Like I love, I love doing retreats. I love doing in-person live workshops. You may be that person that's like, I really love running groups. Really think about within your niche, how can you show up and how can you serve and start to visualize that, start to get excited about that. What projects do you absolutely dread? Are there any types of businesses that you would not get involved with, even if those markets look very attractive to you financially? I hear this a lot with weight loss because weight loss is a really popular niche. But if it's not something you don't want to do, just understand that a lot of people's wake up pain points is weight. For example, I work with menopausal women. One of the biggest things that they have is one of the biggest wake up problems is energy and weight loss. It doesn't mean you're a weight loss coach. It means that the biggest wake up problem that they have is weight loss. And then what do you do with that? You start gearing your opt-in freebies or your quizzes or your social media and your offers around that so that you're solving that big wake up problem because you could have the best niche in the world. But if you don't know what that wake up problem is, that's why in my free group, I'll say often, like describe your business in three words or less, who you serve. And then I'll ask, what is the wake up problem? And often somebody will say, this is where I struggle. Know that wake up problem. Check out current magazines and TV for wellness trends. I always love going to Mind Body Green, Thrive Journal. I look at online publications. I look at magazines to see what's trending. Because to stand out with a profitable niche, you need to be looking at those trends and saying whether you agree with it or whether you don't. So think of something right now. Let's just take weight loss, for example. Do you believe in intermittent fasting or do you not? And why? What are the trends in your area of interest? Go to Google, go to YouTube, go to wellness magazines. What are those current trends that are coming out with? And write down, do you agree with it or do you not? Create five social media posts that are around that trend talking about do you agree with that trend or is that a trend need to, you know, go out the window for your ideal client? And why? The big why. You want to grab the attention of your ideal client to have a profitable business. You need to be able to stop that scroll. You need to be able to stand out, out you know, stand out from the crowd. So when we stand out from the crowd, we really have some of those specific beliefs in mind. And this becomes part of your system. This becomes part of, God, your business, your brand, who you are, what you stand for, your mission statement. So really think about it carefully. Like, what do you want to be known for? And how does this relate to your ideal client? Defining your niche. It's time to narrow down. Start by narrowing down your niche to a place that suits your interests, set skills, knowledge, talent, and produce profit for you. Understand your clients. We talked about this a little earlier in the episode. What is their gender, their age, their income, their habits, their hobbies, their interest? Where do they live? Their main health issue. The more that you get to know and you create like a sub niche, like a sub niche of the larger niche that you have. Like I work with busy professionals who are between the ages of 35 to 50. 
who experience gut issues, energy issues, and sleep issues. I'm a gut specialist. My main niche is gut. My content pillars, which are the areas I'm going to talk about, are sleep, energy, stress, and we'll leave it with those ones. <laughs> the content pillars are the areas that you're going to constantly dive into so that your ideal client doesn't get confused by the content that you're putting out there. You can still talk about other content. Like I could still talk about clean eating for gut health as long as I relate it to gut health. It's just when I pick energy, sleep, and stress, those are going to be the areas that I'm going to constantly dive into so that I have this beautiful funnel leading to gut so that my niche is understanding what I'm about and how I set myself apart from other. A great one would be if you deal with weight loss, a, you know, your content pillars could be fat loss. It could be um, metabolism. It could be insulin resistance. It could be um, overeating. It could be binge eating. You can come up with content pillars that you really feel support your business. And of course, your core offer. So this is what we were talking about with the ideal client avatars. It's really important to get to know these avatars because you don't want a message to everyone. You want a message to specific individuals. For example, at your health coach biz, we serve a lot of clients. We serve people in new stages of their business who are making money, who are not making money, mid stages of their business where they're trying to up level and those who have already up leveled and are have a multiple product suite. If we message to everyone with the same message, we would be non-existent. <laughs> we wouldn't have a business. So in our messaging, I'm really careful to make sure that I'm messaging to each of those clients. Like, Right now, this is for pretty much new coaches who are looking to um, five steps to define your profitable bids. If it's an advanced coach, they're going to look for something more like how to create a product suite or how to do an on-demand webinar. They're going to need a different episode, a different workshop, a different webinar. So be careful in um creating those avatars because that's really where your messaging is going to lie. And that is the bread and butter of your business. So define your sub niche. We were just talking about this a little briefly. Say the main ideal client is struggling with autoimmune. It's a broad topic. Do you work with women in corporate who have an autoimmune between the ages of 30 to 40? Do you work with moms who have an autoimmune? Do you work with women who have Hashimoto's? Do you work with women who have Lyme's? It's creating a sub-niche within that larger niche. So you have a lot of people who will say, I work with an autoimmune. My sub-niche is thyroid disease, Hashimoto's. And so that's defining a really clear sub-niche. You can get even more granular and talk about the ages of the people getting more granular in your um, sub-niche so that you can actually go and market to them and look for your ideal client. And again, have that messaging to that woman between 30 and 40. What are some of the things that are happening in her life? How is it different from somebody who is in their 50s and their 60s? It's a lot different. They're having, and when you think about really stepping in the shoes of your ideal client, think about what are the obstacles within their day? that stop them from getting better. Because when you're doing a discovery call or you're doing a webinar that you're selling or a workshop where you're selling or anything, the truth is we're always selling even when we're nurturing because we're bringing them through 
that nurture sequence through the social media, through our freebies, through our workshops, leading them to a discovery call, leading to working with us. You want to think about what are the obstacles they have because these are where some of the objections come up. So if a busy, if you're working with busy moms who need to prioritize their self-care because they have an autoimmune, is that what is that busy mom dealing with? Well, they're dealing with having kids, you know, clearly kids at a young age, kids who take a lot of time. Can she prioritize herself? How big is her wake-up problem? And that's what I want you to think about. How big is that wake-up problem? Do you have freebies and workshop that are around that wake-up problem so that you get that attention of your ideal client? So the messaging would be different as we talked about. The same goes if your ideal client's main issue is weight loss, sugar addiction, gut health, or something else. Who is the specific group of people that you help and what are their symptom, disease, or issues that you help them address? One thing that I always talk about as well, and great for handling objections or great for getting clear on your discovery call, is really thinking about the problems. If somebody with gut health, for example, has IBS, how much of a problem is that? That's like a level four, five, and six problem. It's pretty disturbing in their life. It can stop them from going out, stop them from eating out, stop them from sleeping out. It can stop them from traveling. It's a pretty big problem. Whereas somebody with like an autoimmune disease would be like eight, nine, and 10. Where somebody with belly bloat would be like a one, two, three problem. Everyone is different. Even when you range these problems with numbers, you still want to think about your ideal client and think, how is this affecting their life? How big of a problem is it for them? And because I've had people who came to me with gut issues and autoimmune, but belly bloat was their wake up problem. So always when you're doing surveys, when you're doing polls, it's always great to even survey your email, your email list and ask, you know, what is your biggest wake up problem? It's great in Facebook groups when you get those three questions that you can ask to say, what is your biggest wake up problem? Start seeing what people say to you so that you can develop your freebie, your workshop, your core offer around this. So what is your 30 minute homework? Use the questions in step one. Use the questions in step two. Look online for trends. We talked about Google, YouTube, wellness magazines. Write down the demographics and the main health concerns for up to three potential niches. Choose one that you want to go with. I think this is the biggest, is we all have those multi-passion ideas of helping everyone, but the idea is to get super focused, laser focused, especially as we go into really, well, this next like quarter of this year, which is such a profitable time, October, November, December, January, February, March. I truth is, I think that every part of the year is profitable, but there are some times where people really want to change their health and wellness um, habits. And we're going into that time. Define your sub niche, the specific group of people you help and the specific symptom disease you help them with. And remember this, this is what I said in the beginning. Your niche is totally going to evolve over time. This is totally normal. So if your niche changes, don't feel overwhelmed. Don't feel scared. There's a way to simply, if you've been going down one niche path for a while and you want to shift, you can always make an announcement to like your list and say, you know, 
I got this recent certification. I'm so excited to go down this different path. Or you can say something like, you know, I've been talking about gut, but I wanted to show you how it connects to mindset. I'm going to be diving into a lot of mindset. You might find that you're doing a total rebrand. And then you just come out and say, you know, I have gone through this time in my life where I've gotten super clear on who I want to serve. And moving forward, I'm going to be diving into this exciting area. Maybe you've just become like a human design specialist, or maybe you are doing tapping and you really only want to focus on tapping, or you want to focus on like, you know, you're a fitness practice, <laughs> an online fitness practice, and you just recently got certified. There's usually something that has happened in your life that makes you want to switch niches. But remember, even when you switch, be specific, be focused, and narrow it down. I think the most important thing you want to think about is speaking those specific messages to your ideal client. You can't serve everyone. So if you have a statement like, I want to just help people feel better in their body, that is not specific enough. And it doesn't it would be different for everyone. It's like, I want to help people who are struggling with energy issues, bloating, and sleep. I've developed a step-by-step -step program that will help you take back your life without giving back your giving up your favorite foods, something like that. You know, I help people who are struggling with ABC, so they achieve one, two, three. Say this, practice this, say it over and over. Practice speaking to your niche. Practice doing it when you're in the shower, when you're in the car. The more that you get comfortable in who you serve and saying what you serve, saying to that person what you do, the more profitable your business is going to be. When we have a problem saying what we do, it's really hard to make money. Because like I said, even if you're nurturing people, you're still nurturing them to buy your program. You're still nurturing them to sign up for a discovery call. You'll start nurturing them to enter your funnel. So remember, be clear, be concise, and don't be scared to change it if it's not working. Just make sure that before you change it, you're looking at all the different marketing pieces, social media. I have a lot of people who are not making money from their niche, but once they narrow it down and get specific, they start to make money. So remember, the riches is in the niches. All right, guys, have a beautiful one. It was great to be with you. And if you have any questions, please drop them below. All right, guys, bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. This. I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you 
take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.